Hello and welcome to Phoenix Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 6, Episode 4, 20 Questions. For this episode was October 8th, 1990. It was directed by Michael Caffey, and it was written by Rick Middleman. Yeah. Yeah. I like his episodes. Why don't we discuss this episode in brief? Uh, in this episode, we get the return of Mayim Bialik as Lisa Woodman. Mayim Bialik. You know, I, I say her name really fast because I don't know how to pronounce it properly. I think that that's perfect. That's how <laughs> so, it should be pronounced. So if, if I say it fast enough, people just go, yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> Sounds right fine. to me. Just like, you just keep calling her Blossom. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, it's exactly the same way I say Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, she, uh, Lisa Woman returns as... It's her third episode after Ceasefire and whatever, uh, whatever the last one was. Yeah, what was that other one? Uh, Steel Hearts. Right. Hearts of Steel. Hearts of Steel. Yeah. There you go. Um, she now has a alcohol problem. Right. Because she's hanging out with a bad crowd. She's skipping school. And uh, amidst Because the... she's a freshman mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. And she's hanging out with some seniors mm-hmm. in a doctorate program. <laughs> <laughs> they're like 15 years older than her. Yeah. And they're also thieves. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we start off with uh, the group of thieves. And they're going to throw a lot of names at you, but really only one you need to worry about. Right. Maybe two. So you got Brett, Holly, Adam, and Jonathan. Right. Uh, so the leader of this group, Brett Reynolds. Lyndon uh, Ashby. Yeah, Lyndon Ashby. Um, interesting bit of trivia. Uh, I don't know how much you looked into this. I, I made this weird connection. So he played two different characters on Melrose Place, Brett Cooper and Charles Reynolds. And in this, he's named Brett, Brett Reynolds. Reynolds. That's weird. <laughs> like wait a minute dick sergeant dick york sergeant york <laughs> <laughs> that's really weird i did not notice that i i did notice however that he plays johnny cage in the mortal Kombat movie yeah and uh he was also morgan earp in wyatt earp which is that other movie that nobody saw that yeah. came out around the same time as tombstone, tombstone. uh where bill paxton played morgan earp and i guess he, he's he's a big character on teen wolf right now Right, he's a sheriff or something yeah. like that. If Teen Wolf is it still running? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a weird show! Like it's like yeah, I can't believe that that movie of all things came back. Yeah, in a television incarnation. In a, in a CW. Yeah, and it's only the CW can do. Was it the CW? I thought it, it was like MTV. Oh, is it? At least the first season was. I don't yeah. know if maybe it got resurrected somewhere else. No, it's like one of those things. Yeah, I know that Supergirl got uh, yeah, moved. To CW, yeah, the CW. That's what they did with Buffy, too, I think, right? CW took it over after uh, they know, dropped it. I know they definitely had reruns. Or maybe it was still UPN at the time. But I remember... Uh, yeah, UPN. Oh, my gosh. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. That was the Paramount Network. Yeah. And then it became the Warner Brothers Network. <laughs> the WB. <laughs> uh, the WB. <laughs> Michigan J-Frog. <laughs> oh, what a weird time. Yep. For television. You don't get that now though. You don't we don't you don't get like these television networks shifting all over the friggin' place as you used to. Yeah. It, it seemed like it was like a They've very been pretty com- stable for a while. Yeah. Uh back in the day, like they were just all over the map. Well, after Fox succeeded, then people were like, Oh, we want a channel. Yeah. And so everyone started throwing their hats into the ring for a while. And then Fox is all, well, I want two channels. Yeah. No, you know what? I want three channels. I want three channels. I got FX. I got FXX. I, I got, got FOX. I got Fox Family. Because uh, it, it used to be the Family Channel, but now it's Fox Family. Yeah. And and ABC Family is now, I forget what they just changed the name to. But it's like they literally, it's Freeform, it's called. Mm. So they were just like. What what's a name that we could give ourselves where we can still air shows about serial killers going to high school but not be called ABC Family? <laughs> Freeform. We can air whatever we want on that channel. It's called Freeform. Yeah, it's a, it's whatever we want it to be. Yeah. So back to MacGyver. In the <laughs> I love our tangents. They're just so much fun. <laughs> um, 
so uh, one of the thieves. Uh, oh, sorry, we haven't really established the thieves yet, but but they are. So they're they're they've broken into this house. That it's like in the currently. bling ring, kind of. Yeah, they're they're currently like partying in a house that they have broken into because the family is left for vacation. Right. Uh, so uh, the group is just kind of like wandering around the house, and that's where they find Lisa Woodman, who is also brought in by this party. Right. Um, but she's passed out drunk. Yeah. Um, and they're forced to call their party a quit. Uh, to quit the party early because uh, the maid arrives. Yes, the, uh, one of the guys sees a car pull up, and then the maid is walking up to the front door. So now they have to leave the house as quickly as they can. So everyone but Brett and Holly leave. Uh, Holly tries to wake up Lisa, and she Lisa gets up at least to a sitting position. Yeah. But then immediately falls back down, and Holly just kind of ditches her. Yeah. Um, Brett meanwhile goes back upstairs to get the loot because apparently he just left it upstairs. Yeah. Um. And as he's coming back down, he encounters the maid on the stairs. And, and she's like, what do you want? What do you want from me? And he just he just kicks just her down the stairs. This is Sparta's her down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. She tumbles down. And at this point, I was like, well, she's dead. Yeah. Uh, but apparently... She, yeah, she's not moving at all. So they, they kind of imply here that she was killed. But, mm-hmm. but apparently she is still alive. She's just in critical condition. Right. And we get... Uh, Mike Kiley, who's a police detective, who's going to return for quite a few episodes. Yeah. Um, he, we've already had this actor a couple times. He was yeah. uh, Pat Lafferty in The Madonna, and mm-hmm. he was Sam Mulligan in Early Retirement. But this is his first of three appearances as Mike Kiley. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and apparently he has some kind of relationship with MacGyver, because MacGyver calls him Mike. Yeah. I mean, uh, and this isn't supposed to be his friend, right? Like, I mean, they're acquaintances, at yeah. least, I guess. In the same th- way that like Susan Murphy is. Well, I was trying to think of the guy who played the from the MacGyver gun episode. What was the name of his friend who was the cop? From which episode? The where they where they come back together, uh, all of his childhood. Oh, Blood friends. Brothers. Is that Blood Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if if that's supposed to be the friend. Uh, I don't remember actually. I can't remember. I, his I name. don't think it is supposed to be that same character. Okay. It's definitely a different actor because this is. Jackson yeah, it's definitely Davies. a different actor, but uh, I couldn't remember what that friend's name yeah, was. Yeah, I'm not sure. The last name Kylie doesn't sound familiar. No. But but MacGyver clearly has a relationship with because he calls him Mike. Yeah. Uh, so Lisa was apparently brought in because she was the only one found at the house, and she said she would only talk to MacGyver, and that's why MacGyver comes in. And uh, so she basically just starts lying about what happened, that uh, this is her friend's place. She had a key. And she went in and she ate some alcohol candies. Yeah. And that's and why that's her... why she sounds like she's drunk or smells like she's drunk. And uh, But she was doing it to hide from her parents. Yeah. Uh, Who we've established she hates. Yeah. In she... her previous two appearances. Uh, even though her father sacrifice their family fortune to yeah. run a steel mill yeah he's been running his business into the ground to to keep her kidnappers uh in business yeah um her parents are played in this episode by joe Lambie again back as mr woodman mm-hmm. um who also played the husband from birthday um and then uh Patry Allen is playing Catherine Woodman, who mm-hmm. was previously the wife of the Renegade character in Renegade. Right, right. Um, and this is her last credit on IMDb. Yeah, I was trying to look her up, and I couldn't find any information about her. Yeah, I her. couldn't either. Uh, so, meanwhile, Brett and his crew are celebrating at the uh, Safari Travel and Gun Club. Right. Or it might be the Safari Gun and Travel Club. I can't, right. it's, it's one of those two. It, I see. I feel like my notes go back and forth, uh, but they're kind of celebrating, and, and the whole reason that Brett is doing this is because apparently his father cut him out of his will, right? And and also cut him off financially because uh, he sent him to college, and he just didn't. He just failed out of all those classes. Yeah. He's like, but, oh, you can't fail if you don't go to class. Yeah. Uh, he, no, you can. That's what happens. That's what happens. If you sign up for a class and you don't attend, you've failed. You it. failed it. Uh, but, uh, and Holly even kind of pokes fun, like, like, 
Well, you know, he did send you to college. Yeah, he did pay for everything. Yeah. And then uh, he turns on her immediately. Yeah. So we can assume that Brett is in college and yeah. maybe a couple of his friends, but Holly is definitely in high school. Yeah. So this is your, your Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Scott Pilgrim was dating a high schooler. Yeah. Uh, but maybe she was held back. I don't know. Yeah. She doesn't seem like the sharpest tool in the shed. Uh, so, uh, basically Brett is concerned that no one knows what happened to Lisa, but it's fine if Lisa, as long as Lisa keeps her mouth shut, it won't be a problem right. for, for us. Yeah. So at, uh, the Woodman residence, uh, you know, obviously Eric and Catherine are worried about where Lisa has gone and they have a little bit of a family discussion. Um, Lisa is going to be sent to a hearing to appear before a hearing about, uh, breaking and entering into this right. house. And, uh, because by this point they know that she doesn't actually know the people who live there. Um, I think it's, it's still more that, uh, a mate, someone was injured while she was oh, in the okay. house and she might not be. Being and the charges could change based on. Her testimony. What happens and what happens to this woman who's yeah. in critical condition? So uh, Mac wants to talk to her parents alone. So she she leaves the room and immediately goes into the kitchen and pours herself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, we should we should mention that there are basically trays of alcohol in every room of this yeah. house. Well, these people, you know, in the episode ceasefire, they declare a ceasefire in their marital problems, and the only way that they can prevent each other from arguing as to be constantly sloshed mm -hmm. so th these two people should have been separated by now yeah my ambiolic interrupted their natural divorce proceedings mm -hmm. and uh and then when she was kidnapped like things got even harder at home because yeah. now he's making less money and he's working more because he has to run this factory that he didn't <laughs> want to run and uh i don't know anything about running a business i feel like i feel like lisa woodman ruined her parents relationship yeah like they tell you that when your parents get divorced, that it's nothing you did. But this is this is a hundred percent her fault. <laughs> yeah, this is the the one they, time they kept telling her, "Look, it's nothing you did. All you did was, um, uh, really, you did that? Oh, you know, this is I, kind I, of this why. is this is awkward. But this might be the first time that a child is responsible for her parents' divorce. <laughs> she has to pay them alimony. <laughs> That's how it should work. Uh. So, uh, Kylie, uh, arrives at the Woodman house or yeah, that, uh, to let them know that, uh, the Wilsons who, of the house that she broke into don't know who she is. Right. So she doesn't know she lied about him and that she definitely had alcohol. Like, yeah, she didn't just have candy. Yeah. She had alcohol in her system. Yeah. So the next day, uh, MacGyver decides to pick Lisa up out uh, in front of her school, but Holly intercepts Lisa first, and Holly's kind of like, "Oh, hey, Lisa, what's going on?" He's like, "I was arrested. What do you What do you mean? What's going on?" She's like, "What do you? I thought you got out of the house. You didn't get out." And she's like, "No. Why didn't you guys wake me up? Well, I tried, but you just kept going back to sleep." Yeah. Um, so, you know, Holly's asking about what she told the police, and Lisa says, "You know, well, you know, I didn't tell them. You know, they're asking about a robbery." And then a maid got pushed down the stairs. And Holly – now Holly is surprised to hear about this. Yeah, she didn't even know that happened. But even though she probably at this point suspects Brett, yeah, they're both pretending like, oh, well, someone must have broken in after we left. Yeah. Because that makes sense. Yeah. There's no way that we did it. So MacGyver walks up uh, and, you know, and sees them uh, having a little chit-chat. And now he wants the truth from her. Since he knows for a fact that she lied. Right. So she tells him another lie. Yeah. She, she's, she's now compounding her lies here. Uh, and so, you know, she says – she's basically giving the teenager a response. Like, well, didn't you ever drink when you were my age? Yeah. And, you know, MacGyver like, Yeah, I did. I drank with a good friend of mine. Yeah. And, uh, and so and MacGyver is basically like, I didn't really care for it. Yeah. And this is also like – a big thing because MacGyver never drinks. Right. And so this might be the reason. Yeah. Um, we're, I think we're assuming that Although this is... he did have a sip of wine in the heist. Yeah. Yeah. Or champagne. I'm not sure what it was. Yeah. But that was, but that was for MacGyver purposes. Sure. 
to take the edge sure off. Sure, it was. <laughs> <laughs> to take the edge off. It's a very clinical engineering purpose to take the edge off. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, me and my buddy put away a six pack in under an hour. Yeah. It's like, it almost sounded like he was trying to brag there. <laughs> Even for a high schooler, that's pretty weak. Um, but, <laughs> but MacGyver was like, but I didn't really care for it. Yeah, I didn't really care for it, but my buddy got a got a nice charge out of it. Mm-hmm. And he and, went on to to be a champion of drinking. Yeah, and uh, and then he died when he wrapped his car around a tree with his girlfriend inside. His girlfriend survived, but now she's a paraplegic. Right. Um, and so MacGyver takes her... Oh, I guess oh, it was funny. Last week I said, is this the end of the Challengers Club? But we get the Challengers Club in this episode. Yep. Um, I completely forgot about this little scene, which <laughs> really didn't need to take place yeah. at the Challengers Club. It could have taken place anywhere. It's just the location they had. Um, so MacGyver gives her a test with 20 questions, right. which is where we get the title of this episode, apparently. Which is a, just a terrible title and yeah. has nothing to do with the real plot of the episode. So basically it's a true-false, yes-no test about how alcohol, if at all, affects your life. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, do you ever use alcohol to escape your problems? It's like, yeah. no. Um, and then like she gets to a question – have, has alcohol or drugs ever caused you to miss or be late for school? And she has to think about it, and the answer should be yes. Yeah, because as we know, that happened the day that she got arrested. Yeah. She was supposed to be at school that day. But instead, she puts no. And MacGyver's going to know right away. She obviously wasn't at school. Yeah. So just by looking at this test, he'll know that she's lying again. Um, so... When they get back home, uh, you know, Eric and like MacGyver and the mother start having a little discussion. And MacGyver is worried that she might have an alcohol problem. Right. Like that she's abusing it. And honestly, uh, if I were MacGyver, I, I would have already cut ties with Lisa probably before this episode. Yeah. Um, but after this episode, definitely like you don't need to be. <laughs> on speaking terms with this person, like right. this person is is ruining their life. Um, M- MacGyver is trying to explain how teens abuse al- abuse alcohol, and now Lisa and Catherine enter again, and because uh, uh, Lisa had used her mother's credit card uh, to buy a whole bunch of uh, like I think they bought party supplies yeah. for the for the gathering of the uh, Brett's crew. So. Eric just basically says, MacGyver says you're an alcoholic. And yeah. it's like, MacGyver's like, that's, that's not what I said. Yeah, and then she's like, I hate you, MacGyver. And, and so now MacGyver is trying to explain that you don't have to be an alcoholic to abuse alcohol. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, Catherine, the mother, is pouring herself a drink, like shakily yeah. pouring herself a drink. And, she's, and MacGyver then brings up that it might even be a defective gene. And now they, like, super yeah. take well, it personally. Well, of course they would. Like, well, you know, uh, alcohol problems are contagious, or, and, and it's definitely inherited from you guys. Because mm-hmm. clearly you're drinking. But it's like, uh, I forget why you're in our house telling us about our daughter. Stranger, yeah. like, adult stranger who has nothing to do with our family. Did we give you permission to pick her up from school? Yeah. Because you just Or did, did you it. just do that and then come <laughs> here and tell us that our daughter's abusing alcohol and that it's our fault? Uh, yeah, so they they throw MacGyver I, out. I feel like he's really crossing a line here that is inappropriate. I also feel like he tries to backpedal. Like I I think he even realizes that he's gone too far yeah. with what he said, but it's too late because they throw him out. Yeah, but then he also like tries to like step in like they're talking to each other and he's like, well, hey, now wait a minute, like like he has some kind of say in their yeah 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 familial relationship, and it's like, no, you don't. This has nothing to do with you. You can go outside mm-hmm. where you're supposed to stay because you're a person who's not related to us. Yeah, and let us deal with this problem yeah. in our way, which is to get. And if we screw it up, then we screw it up. That's that's our bad. Mm-hmm. This is not your fight, MacGyver. Uh. So MacGyver's thrown out, and now we're back at the uh, the Safari Club, where Brett is looking over like the travel schedule for his net set of targets. And when Holly comes in, she starts questioning Brett about what happened with the maid, and Brett now is asking her about what Lisa said. 
Yeah. And and basically that that you know lease is probably maybe a problem. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like she seems like she's pretty she's upset. a liability. Yeah. So the next day, Lisa's leaving the house uh, to head to school, and we get another one of the classic Woodman French maids. Right. Uh, as far as like French maids in outfits. Yeah. This one's name is Hannah, though. So I'm assuming that Greta, Greta was fired. <laughs> was she fired or did she quit? Um, hopefully... I think he fired her and then hired some help that didn't have children that could yeah. be kidnapped and held hostage. But but this maid is in her maid uniform outside sweeping leaves. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what Doesn't is happening in this scene? You can't afford a gardener and a maid. <laughs> I uh, guess that's what happens when you're, when you're running a steel mill into the ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to have to pull double duty. <laughs> um, the, uh, the actress who's playing Hannah is Dawn Stouffer Rupp. And she's actually like a hugely credited stunt woman. Oh really? So I guess I guess Ray. Maybe leaves. there was a scene somewhere where she got hit by a car and they just took it out. <laughs> Lisa just pulls up in a car, <laughs> drunk, and she just tumbles <laughs> over the windshield. <laughs> oh poor Hannah! They had all these lines recorded about a maid being in the hospital and dying. Mm-hmm. They had to retrofit it because they took the scene out where, where she oh, crashes into a lady. You know what? What? I bet I got this mixed up. Cause that's I just, the other maid. It's the that other falls down maid. The stairs. That's the one who falls down the stairs. Yeah. That's the stunt woman. That makes so much more sense. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I just I saw maid and I assumed because they said I can cut that out. No, you can leave it in. I don't care. I, I <laughs> okay. made I fix. I made a mental fix on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, leave it in. I want my train of thought to to come out. Yeah. On our program. Yeah. So okay. So that makes more sense. She was a stunt woman who got who fell down the stairs. Yeah. That was a stunt. That makes And that more was a sense. stunt woman. So as Lisa's leaving, Brett and Holly pull up uh, in their convertible, and they convince her to go to the beach with them instead of right. going to school. And it's like your classic peer pressure tactics. It's just like, well, is that your parents talking? Your parents are telling you you need to go to school? Yeah. It's like, y- yeah? Yes. Yes, they are. That's correct. It's like, you don't do everything your parents tell you to do. It's like... I guess that's true. So I yeah, because should... my parents didn't tell me to get drunk with you guys at that house where you murdered a lady. Yeah. <laughs> or hurt a lady. Hurt, hurt a lady severely. She's not looking good for her, though. Yeah. Uh, so she's easily convinced, yeah, I'll go to the beach. Why not? Um, so down at the station, uh, MacGyver's talking to Kylie and trying to get a lead on their thieves since they have a – the police have all the, the different – uh, houses that have been hit, right? But they haven't been able to find a connection. So MacGyver, like, other than that, all the houses had the water running, <laughs> and the basements were all flooded. Yeah. No, that's not true. This that's is not, not the work of the wet bandits. This is California. They don't have basements. Uh, so uh, MacGyver asks, like, if he can take a look at it because apparently, like, he'll have a because better... he's smarter than the police. He's smarter than the police. So at the beach. Uh, they're talking about their next target, uh, and they're still, of course, worried about Lisa. So Brett pulls out some beers. He's like, ah, we'll give this to her. Yeah, this stuff's better than true And then we'll push her into the ocean. Yeah. I, I don't really know what their plan is, but it seems like we're going to get her murdered somehow. Yeah. And one of the guys, I think it's Adam, is, like, super, like, concerned. He's yeah. Like, just go party, man. It'll be all right. He's like, Okay. Yeah. And he's just like sitting like almost crying yeah. at the beach. The actor playing Adam is named Alan Grant. <laughs> uh which is Which of course is the famous dinosaur yeah, a famous uh, paleontologist. <laughs> uh had the book Jurassic Park been written at this point, nineteen ninety? Um, I don't know when it was written. I know I read it in ninety four the first time. Just I think curious. it came out like ninety two or ninety when did the movie come out? 93. I read the book before the movie came out, so maybe. I didn't read it in 94 then. Yeah, the movie came out in 93 because I was in the third or fourth grade when I read that book. Which would have been... Yeah, 92, I guess. So the book would have come out in 91 or 92. Yeah. Yeah, it is, I mean, it's it's, it's not, around the same time. Yeah, it's not an uncommon name. I'm not. I'm not. But you're saying Michael Crichton was sitting there watching MacGyver, and he was like, "There's a name. There's a name for this actor." 
<laughs> I'm going to look up the random actor who played in this episode of MacGyver on IMDb. <laughs> oh, wait. IMDb doesn't exist yet. Uh, so, uh... I'll just Google it. <laughs> oh, wait. God dang, 90s. Uh, so, uh, Brett wants Lisa to have a drink, and she goes, Oh, no, I shouldn't. My parents think I have a problem, and I don't want to give them the satisfaction. It's like, oh, well, maybe they're right. Maybe you do have a problem. Maybe you can't just have one drink. It's like, I can have one drink. It's okay. It, it, the the level of manipulation, Lisa's supposed to be so smart. Yeah. But uh, she's... Have we ever really gotten that impression, though? That's true. Well, she was in a fancy school, She's but... not the ugly duckling character. She's not Kate Lafferty. <laughs> But she is Maya Bialik, who does actually have no, a No, Maya Bialik is a genius, but the character that she's playing here is kind of a dummy. She doesn't know how divorce works, and she, yeah. she thinks that uh, criminal kidnappers should be given their jobs back. So uh, MacGyver is able to piece together that all of the targets that of the homes that have been hit uh, also had all of their travel uh, arrangements done by the Safari Gun and Travel Club. Right. And it, so they're probably not great people anyway. Yeah, because they're... They probably deserve to be robbed because they're all out there shooting Cedric the Lion. Yeah, <laughs> they're all dentists. <laughs> they're all Minnesota dentists. Uh, it's all terrible. Um, that is really the implication of this whole travel agency. Every single person that's been stolen is a person who thinks it's a good idea to book a travel... Like, they're all the bad guys from the Black Rhino episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... While they're there, while at the station, Kylie gets the call from the hospital, and the maid has died. Right. So now they really need to bring Lisa in now, because if she's going to change her story or her testimony, now is the time to yeah. do it. Uh, Kylie heads down to the travel agency to check out MacGyver's lead, and Mac goes out to find Lisa. What is it called if she's – is she an accessory? She's an accessory to murder, yeah. yeah. Um, so at the beach, Brett is like – Lisa's like dancing super crazily on the beach. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's kind of the same dance she's doing at the beginning of Hearts of Steel. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, but socks in the sand is like a thing that really bothers me. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're going to have so much sand. <laughs> it's going to uh, scratch the hell out of your washing machine. <laughs> uh, Brett is trying to ask questions to Lisa while she's drunk, but she's pretty much like out of it. Too far gone. Maybe they should have just stopped at one. Yeah. But another one of the thieves, Jonathan, shows up and tells Brett that the maid is dead. And now... I don't know where he got that information. Yeah, I, I guess like, it was on the news. Someone paged him. Because <laughs> he is a medical intern. Right. Like, because these are all clearly med students. We need you for surgery. Oh, no, never mind. The maid died. <laughs> uh, and so... Basically, everyone's worried now that Lisa will say what happened in order to keep herself from going to jail for murder. Yeah. Um, so Holly walks over to Brett and's like, uh, like, you know, what's going on? It's like, oh, you know, the maid died. So now we have to take care of Lisa. And, and he describes it as taking care of her. And Holly's all... You're not going to hurt her, are you? Like, no, no, no. We're going to take care of her. We're going to take gonna pay care. off all of her debts. And has, has anyone ever used the term take care of someone as a malicious intent? Yeah. Jeez, Holly. Take care of her? We're going to take care. We're going to take good care of her. Why do you keep winking when you say it? <laughs> no, I'm going to take her out, show her a good time. Going to put her in a car and let the exhaust kill her. What? I mean, take care of her. Uh, but yeah, he, so he tells her to leave. At least he's he's nice enough to say, "You don't, don't involve yourself. Don't, don't you don't want to see us take care yeah. of her." Uh, so somehow MacGyver finds Holly's house. Yeah, like he's just there. It there's no way he made this connection. Well, he knows that she was hanging out with Holly because he saw them together. But how did school. he find out where she lived? The, through the school. <laughs> Don't they have okay. all their addresses on record? It's true. We don't it's, show that scene. Yeah, it's absolutely true. But we don't true. need another, like, Zoe Ryan, like, so what you did was you went to the school and you went to the records yeah. room and you got the address and you but came back to the house. I also I also like this concept of a guy for walking into high school. is like, I need to know when, where one of your female seniors live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What are your uh, qualifications for receiving that information? This is the, MacGyver. I work for the Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> MacGyver. He just brought Cynthia from from the Challenger Club. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dear God, please forgive me. Here's her address. Here's her social security number. Here's her blood work. She's clean. Uh, no way this girl's clean. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, MacGyver is uh, pulling up to Holly's house as she is packing to leave. She right. she has like got all her stuff. So she's moving to another town. This high school student, <laughs> this high school senior, is leaving town to go visit her grandmother, and she's packing up all her belongings to do it, including a photograph of her and Brett at the Safari Club. Right. And MacGyver is like really pushing her for information. And she's just breaking down into tears, and uh, he sees proof that, that she's connected to the Safari Club. And finally, she just breaks down and uh, and tells him like, that they're... Gonna, they're probably going to kill her. They're, yeah, they're going to hurt her. Real bad. Uh, <laughs> Real bad. Uh, Brent is breaking into the new Target's home. But it turns out that this is just a way of proving that he didn't break in. Yeah. Like so, he he breaks in, comes out the front door with the keys, and showing as Lisa, Jonathan, and Adam are arriving, says, "See, I told you that this was my uncle's place. I got the keys right here in my hand. Yeah. And I'm wearing these crazy black gloves. Yep. And then he hands out black gloves to all of his friends. Yeah. Uh. So that they don't leave fingerprints on anything. Yeah. And they keep handing her bottles of beer that. With their, with their gloves on, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Lisa's still clearly drunk and was making faces in a mirror. Right. Before she says, I have to lay down, and she passes out. Um, at the Safari Club, uh, MacGyver calls in to, to Kylie, who's kind of going through the records with Betty, the receptionist. And yeah, agent. who is uh, Claire Verdeel, her yeah. last appearance on the show. Last of five. Yeah, she she has been Eunice in Holy Rose. She was Pam, the piano player in, in Serenity. Serenity, and she was the doctor in Thin Ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's checking the files for whoever had recently accessed them, which is pretty a pretty interesting feature for these this type for of file, like a low tech safari travel agency. Yeah, it's just like oh yeah, the last time this file was accessed was by B one, who apparently is. Uh, is Brett's identity. Right. I guess the B stands for Brett? Maybe. Uh, so they want to know, like, who... You or know, maybe his actual name is B1, and he just decided the B stands for Brett. The B stands for Brett. The B on my grave yeah. stands for Brett. Don't trust the B in Safari and Gun. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the last file that he accessed was of a, a, another like family who booked a vacation. So MacGyver's heading down to that house and tells Kylie to meet him there with backup. So Lisa's being carried away into the garage where they do the classic, like start up a car and let the exhaust run right. uh, to fill up the garage. Yeah. The more efficient way to do that is to actually run a hose from the exhaust pipe into the cab of the car. Yeah. So you don't, you don't have, have to wait for it to fill the entire garage first. And, and then fill the sealed up car you know, which is, you know, not airtight, but... Or you could do it in a small parking garage, a la House of Cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a private parking unit. Just, we're just trying to help you uh, figure out how to yeah, murder yeah. people if you Spoiler want. Spoiler alert. Well, I didn't say who did it to who or what happened. That's true. I will right now. <laughs> uh, in the first episode of House of Cards, <laughs> Kevin Spacey is murdered. And the whole rest of the show is trying to figure out who did it. Yeah, and everything falls apart. Thus, House of Cards. I never got that. They're doing a fifth season of House of Cards. I, I, I gave up after the third season. I gave up after the second season because I was like, he got where he was going. Yeah. What, so is the, what is the show about now? I don't care. Also, like someone pointed out early on that a House of Cards has 52 cards. It should have just been 52 episodes, which it was exactly 52 at the end of the fourth season. Oh, jeez. Like, that should have been the end of the show. Yeah. Wait, there are two more episodes of The Jokers. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Jokers and then the How to Play Poker. <laughs> Homer, you're supposed to take these out of the deck. 
So um, Lisa, of course, is still unconscious, but she starts like coughing on the uh, exhaust. Right. Uh, Mac arrives at the house and finds evidence that there's been a break-in from the sliding door. MacGyver's preferred point of entry, uh, as yeah. we saw. And uh, as he, I wonder sne- if he ever even tries the front door. Uh, so uh, MacGyver sneaking in just as Brett is like recollecting all the, the, the valuables from the house, but uh, they kind of have like an impromptu meeting, and Brett just opens fire at him. Yeah. And, and we had a quick scene of Brett earlier shooting at Target, so we assume that he's a pretty good shot. Yeah. So once again, MacGyver hides inside of a chimney. Uh, another classic MacGyver tactic. Uh, and he looks like he's going to clobber Brett with a log from the fireplace. Um, but instead he sees like one of those, uh, fabric dividing walls. Like it's like, basically like, like a changing divider. Yeah. But, um, it's got, it wouldn't really function well as a changing divider cause you can pretty much see through it. Right. Um, or it would function great. Yeah, actually, you just convince the person on the other side of it that it totally works from your side. Yeah, it's, it's I like, can't see in there. Could you see out? Oh, that's some crazy fabric. That's perfect. Um, so Take off your clothes. <laughs> that was my Aladdin impression. What? You know that line that they said was in Aladdin. There's like a scene in the movie where he's like talking to Rashi. He's like, "Good kitty, good kitty. Take off your clothes." Like that's what people used to say. Like. It really? sounds like Aladdin saying, take off your clothes at this part. So they literally like changed the audio before the home release. Huh. It's like, why would he say that to Raja? That yeah. <laughs> makes no sense. I don't remember. That. Well, it's like the sex in the sky from Lion King. And right, the, right, right. It's just yeah. weird things. Which, obviously, Lion King didn't need because he's clearly on top of her she's on her back he's on top of her yeah on the ground yeah the implication is pretty clear you don't yeah. need the word in the yeah. sky it's this is clearly like male female sexual relations yeah um yeah i never heard that about Aladdin. but you know I, I saw in the theater when i was a kid and obviously every subsequent release was on home release yeah so i, I guess that's just one of those things that i can't you can't prove unless you filmed the home. The, the yeah, you can watch it on YouTube, but yeah. it really doesn't sound like that's what he's huh. saying. Interesting. So MacGyver uh, lures Brett away by just throwing what looks like an iPod <laughs> across the room. Obviously it wasn't, but it, that's what it looked like. Uh, and meanwhile, MacGyver uh, stages a figurine behind the changing in, in, in much like a, a Kevin McAllister style yeah, uh, yeah. home like alone the, prank. What, uh, I'm trying to remember what basketball player it was now that was connected to the train that yeah. was. Well, this, this is more like the, um, the, uh, the dummy in the, in, in the second movie, in the home alone two, where it's yeah. like, get out of here, you old pervert. Before yeah. I slap you silly. Uh, because it's, he's just like raised, he's got like one arm raised up in like a karate chop yeah. motion. And so of course, Brett falls for it and just starts shooting at it. And then MacGyver tackles him to the yeah. ground and knocks the gun out of his hand. Typical MacGyver style. Yeah. So uh, he's looking for Lisa, and luckily she starts panicking and starts honking the horn. And then slams on the gas. Yeah, and then yeah, puts the she puts the car in gear for some reason. It's not a terrible idea. If I woke up and I was being choked out in a in a garage with on fumes, like throw it and drive and blast through the the garage yeah, door I, I guess i would also maybe shut the car off instead yeah but the the fumes aren't gonna dissipate fast enough no that's true you need to bust that door open um uh, so she throws it into gear and just the car just uh accelerates right out of the garage right and then f- then maybe hit the brake after you've broken yeah the door exactly down. she doesn't know how to drive she's just a kid right a wasted kid yeah so the car comes to a halt at the edge of a cliff. Right, because this is like a seaside home. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's perfectly balanced. It's like it's teetering on right. the edge. Um, and I'm assuming the engine is still running. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but instead of MacGyver getting onto the back bumper. So I guess he's disabled Brett at this point. We don't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's out. So the car's teetering, but instead of MacGyver getting on the back bumper and... To try and change the balance yeah, of it, to, to he put, just decides he's going to pull her out of the... Yeah, 
he's going to open the door and shift the balance even more forward by yeah. opening the door. Yeah. But of course, she should have locked. rolled down the window from there. Yeah. Uh, but of course, it's locked. So instead, instead of again, instead of standing on the bumper, which is all you would have needed to do, right? Because the balance, the weight of that car is so perfectly balanced that if you just stand on the trailer hitch, it will rock down, and then you know that help is coming because you called for him. You're gonna yeah. be waiting there for ten minutes at the most. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, but he has to do everything before the cops get there. Yeah. That's part of his thing. So he takes uh, some chains from the the fence posts that were knocked down, which were like, you're, like they're they're set up to kind of look like you're at a dock or a pier, where it's right. like telephone poles, post type posts with yeah. the chains going through them. Yeah. So he attaches the chains, uh, and then just leaves a single peg in a post. That's what's all. I would have wrapped the chain around the post too, yeah. not leave it like connected to a peg. Uh, uh, no pig. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, so the car goes over the cliff, and luckily the chains hold it up. But... And then he, like, unrolls a chain link fence down next to it as, mm-hmm. like, a ladder. Yeah. This this whole plan is terrible. Yeah. This is a terrible plan. But, man, Lisa Woodman, she goes flying up into the windshield of the car. Yeah, when so... it stops halfway down the cliff yeah so it's 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 like at like a good 45 degree angle yeah macgyver's climbing down and, trying and she's to, all busted up yeah and macgyver's trying to tell her to to unlock the door but she can't reach it and i don't think that would have been able to unlock it anyway because it looks like when brett slammed it down he like he hit it down hard enough to like to put it's like one of the the, the push down yeah button locks. So I think it was like it went went inside the door. Yeah, he so pounded it all the way in. Yeah, so I don't think she would have been able to open it, and uh, and sometimes these are like before the days of doors that open up with that manual pull. Right. So um, he's trying to tell her to roll down the window, and and she's doing a really good job of like being super panicked, like 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 yeah. she's she's like coming to terms with the fact that she's gonna die, and this is all her fault. Yeah. Um, you can see it in her eyes. Like, this is my fault. I'm in yeah, this situation yeah. because I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, but she's able to get the door down enough that MacGyver can reach in, and I guess he's able to unlock the door. Right. Um, and once again, shifting the weight of the car even more forward. Yep. Opening the door, and in a classic Jurassic Park kind of motion, yeah. pulls her out just as the car gives way. And we... I was actually surprised that they did this, that they just let this car tumble all the way into down. Into the ocean, into yeah. The, into the ocean and then sink. Yeah. That's that's usually not something that you get to see a lot. Yeah. Because of the cleanup and all that stuff that you have to do afterwards. Well, I'm sure the car had been stripped of everything dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, you got to take a boat out there and you got to retrieve it. Back out. it yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we get to see this car tumble all the way down the cliff and then land into the water. Or maybe they got permission from the city for it to be like a, a reef. Yeah, a reef against this cliff. Yeah, there's just going to be a f- tiny truck down here with a bunch of coral all over it. Perfect. Because there's so much coral in Vancouver. Yep. <laughs> it's famous for it. The Great Coral Reef of Vancouver. Yep. Right up against this cliff right here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and MacGyver is like holding on to her. Like and then holding onto a chain link fence, which instead hurts. of telling her to hold onto the chain link fence, yeah, like you're choking me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we're back in the car again. <laughs> uh, have you watched any of uh, Peaky Blinders? No. Uh, Is uh, it any good? It's pretty good. It's so hard to understand what they're saying half the time. Um, just throw some subtitles up. Yeah. Uh, but Sam Neill is is a lot of is, oh he's is, on there yeah he's really good on it cool you're talking about Adam from this episode Alan Grant yeah Alan Grant okay <laughs> so um, the Act Five Roundup uh, Brett is being arrested and Lisa's waiting with the ambulance although the, they tell her that we're gonna need her to question her because she's gonna need to testify this the maid is still dead right actually her her situation has been upgraded to alive. <laughs> she confesses Lisa Whippen that is that uh, that she purposely misled MacGyver on the test 
and that she has a problem with drinking. And MacGyver, of course, says that's that's the first step. Yeah, it's is it's admitting that you have a problem. What I don't like is that MacGyver never gets like to make amends with the family. Yeah, I mean, I know that's not a big deal in the grand sense, and I know you were like, yeah, MacGyver, you shouldn't be involved with this family. Yeah. But but the family thought that they were in the right, and they threw MacGyver out. Yeah, that needs to get thrown back in their face that their daughter well, does. Well, it will get thrown back in their face when. Lisa falls off the wagon again <laughs> because this this girl is not fixed yeah. yet. Yeah, so. She's got a problem. She's, man, she has been held up by terrorists, kidnapped by by uh, jilted uh, financial ruined uh, yeah. steel mills, and now she's had alcohol and she's been associated with a murder. And she was... Someone tried to murder her herself. Yeah, she's gonna have she's gonna have this crazy record. Well, I think I think the the previous two episodes fed into her drinking problem. The fact that she's been oh, traumatized right? by these situations. Exactly. Um, but man, when she goes into college, she's gonna have a great essay. Yeah, oh, I thought you were gonna say party. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be a crazy partier in college. Yeah. Uh, her admittance. Is, so describe your life. So I stopped some terrorists, and then uh, I was kidnapped. Well, first my friend was kidnapped, and then I was kidnapped. Yeah. Uh, and then we broke into a, a place when we were drunk and uh, killed a lady. <laughs> <laughs> it was like clockwork orange up in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then those people tried to kill me so that I couldn't tell anyone that they killed the lady. Uh-huh. Oh, man, it was crazy. Anyway, then I danced drunk on the beach. Every, yeah, freshman year in high school. I worse. Every, Socks in the, the sand, and they're like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> Hold on, back it up. Socks on the sand. I feel like you're skipping some important parts. She was 14 when this episode was shot. My Ambialic was. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brett Reynolds, Lyndon Ashby, was 29. So he was literally 15 years older than her. Wow. And they're supposed to both be in the same high school. Well, I, I don't think he's supposed to be in high school still. No? Because they were talking about how his father cut him, up, cut him out because he... Because he paid he for failed his... out of college. Yeah. Okay. So I think he was just dating. So he's just a college guy who picks up high school chicks? Yes. Is yeah. Adam also a college guy? I'm assuming. I'm assuming that they're all like fratty bros. Yeah. Um... <laughs> fratty bros. <laughs> I was trying to give it like that. That was perfect. It sounded like a butler. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and he's just like the uh, Matthew McConaughey. Of uh, yep. days to confuse. Yeah. I keep getting older, they stay the same age. Uh, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Uh, <laughs> that music will be playing behind this whole episode. <laughs> Every time we talk about Brett. Yep. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that's, that's what should have played right when he kicked the maid down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> Toasty. <laughs> Toasty. That is awesome. <laughs> oh man, I wish I was better with like After Effects and Photoshop, and I would totally do that. <laughs> no one would get it. Yep. Like It'd be I perfect. would post it online, and everyone would be like, "What the heck is this supposed to be?" <laughs> Oh man, that is great. This episode is it's okay. Yeah. Um it, you know, obviously it's the least I think Mayan Bialik is great. I think that they write very poorly for this character. Yeah. And again, this is also another heavy PSA. Um although we do learn a little bit about MacGyver and why potentially why he doesn't drink. Right. And uh you know, it's also just your your classic uh peer pressure giving into peer pressure and like you know like yeah. oh it's not good to do that but again are kids watching this show like i mean you were it's right? true but i was also i mean uh i was gonna say i'm also it was too young to drink but i guess so so that's all so point. was my <laughs> that's, this episode. that's the whole point yeah but uh i don't know like it, it's it's it feels like one of those things that wouldn't have stuck with me yeah i don't know i was Maybe it wasn't impressionable. Maybe. 
That's true, because uh, you developed that terrible drinking problem after this episode, yeah. so it clearly didn't have any effect on Well, it. it looked like they were all having fun, except for dancing yeah. in socks in the sand. Oh my god, that's just unacceptable. <laughs> if you're going to take your shoes off, take your socks off too, really. Yeah. How much more time is that going to take? Plus sand on your feet, come on. That's the whole point. I believe in a sand beneath my toes. I believe in a feeling, an earthy feeling. I believe in the faith that grows. And the four chords can make me cry. When I'm with you, I feel like I could die. That would be all right. <laughs> all right. You're going to get us um, like content controlled. Something else to get me through this. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. You, you, you I still don't even know what you're singing. Um... Do, 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 oh, okay. Do, do. Okay, I know that part. I uh, I don't know music very well, so. I know lyrics. I memorize them for some reason. So does Addie. Yeah? She has like an encyclopedic memory of lyrics. Let it go, let it go. She doesn't really care about that one. No, really? I always That's try crazy. and put Frozen on, and she's like, nah. Smart But kid. she watches Aladdin like twice a day. There you go. <clears throat> Which is fine with me, because I like those songs. I don't hate the music from Frozen either. I just hate the movie. Um, yeah. So I think that's about it for this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you guys have any thoughts you'd like to share with us, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us at Facebook.com slash Phoenix Foundation Podcast or our website, PhoenixFoundationPodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're covering Season 6, Episode 5, The Wall. Yeah, Pink Floyd's episode. All in all, you're just a... Another brick in the wall. See, that's the lyrics I know. Mm-hmm. I knew those. I knew those. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thanks. Mm-hmm.